Paul, today has been a very trying day for me. Why is that? So, you know, I live in Southern California. Oh, oh, um, yes. I painfully am aware <laughs> that you live in Southern California. And uh, it's, you know, it's late August. It's a thousand degrees, it feels like, outside. In the sun. In the shade, mm-hmm. it feels it's a comfortable. It feels like a comfortable 78, like all the time. But when you get out to the sun, the sun likes to punish Los Angeles for about three months for having such good weather. Yeah, it's just it was just on fire all day. And my air conditioning went out earlier. Oh my god, that's the it's worst. It's so bad. I just I've been like a sticky, gross mess all day. The dog has been suffering. Uh, we finally got the AC back on like just about half an hour ago. So I'm just like basking in the uh, the cool air, the sweet pleasure that is central air conditioning. But it got me to thinking a little bit. So. The thing that we're talking about today, it's, uh, it harkens like a lot of memories, especially if you're from like the East Coast, where, where, where they have seasons. Because I, I don't, Right, anywhere that has... Cold. Right, I don't have seasons anymore. And it just, you know, when I taste some of the things that we're going to be talking about today, it reminds me of like crisp weather and the fall and dead leaves. And like the only dead leaves that we have now are the ones that have dried up because there's no water. So... Um, it's just a weird experience to kind of dig into this stuff and not mm-hmm. have any kind of... Well, I am finally adjusted to the fact that fall, for me, starts about the first week of November. <laughs> right. Yeah. Especially the last couple of years, it's been you know pretty warm during the winter uh-huh. time. So, yeah, I mean, it feels... I'm with you. It feels absurd that we're talking about this. But, you know, we can't just think about ourselves. We have to think about you know, the, the the greater population and what they're going through. And that is, it's freezing cold in Minnesota right yeah, now. We have an obligation to our listeners to really dig deep and talk about the broad experience of all people. That's that's what we do here at the Super Serial Podcast. I just want to follow up on your AC question. Yeah. Uh, are, uh, did you, are you, have you put pants on yet? I don't think you want the answer to that. All right, well, this is Paul. And this is Nick. And this is Serial. Serial! You know, some people will say that Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year. Some people do say that. Well, Andy Williams sure believes it. Oh, he definitely believes it. He kind of made a career out of <laughs> he it. He really did. But I feel like the onset of autumn or fall, as the, the commoners like to say, mm-hmm. is really my favorite time of year. And I'll tell you why. It's the precursor to what I like to call eating season. The eating season is all that I live for. Mm-hmm. I mean... You, you start off, I mean, you start off with a bang. Some people might not consider Labor Day an eating holiday. It's definitely an eating <laughs> holiday. That's your last yeah. barbecue. That's your last time for the, like Frankfurters. That's your, that's your last chance to get your summer food on. This is and your weekend. last three-day weekend of the year. Thank you very much. That, that too. And then... Last guaranteed three-day weekend. I don't need your letters. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? All you people that wanted to correct Paul, keep your tweets to yourselves. Because guess what? He ain't on Twitter anyway. Yeah. We don't need your well actuallys about, oh yeah, that's also no that you're not on Twitter anyway. Or your uh, uh, 
FWIW. <laughs> or your I am HOs. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, eating season, man. You, you're right. You start over the bang. You got Labor Day. Yeah. Then you roll right into uh, Halloween. Which is, I mean, it's not like, it doesn't have like a cuisine per se, unless you want to go Day of the Dead. But uh, it does have uh, bulk candy. Mm-hmm. And then the best, then uh, uh, not publicly celebrated holiday, but I know a lot of people that are aware of it, is the November 1st Halloween candy clearance. Oh, that is definitely a holiday. Yeah. It is very much uh, enjoyed in the Tilbian household. Uh-huh. Uh, you roll into November, which you're starting to get uh, ready for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, which includes uh, lots of nuts uh, spreadable cheeses, mm. traditional Thanksgiving fare, and then you're into Christmas, which, I mean, let's be real, especially in America, the month of December is the everything you say is whenever you get food, the common answer is, oh, it is Christmas. <laughs> it's the holidays. So I should, yeah, hey, you want to go get deep dish pizza? Yeah, and I'm going to get my own because it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's not even to mention, like, you know, this is also football season. And every, that means every Sunday, you, I'm, I'm picking out every Sunday on whatever. Mm-hmm. Guys, it starts in late August and it runs mm-hmm. all the way through New Year's where you're eating your uh, right. your black eyed peas and your, and your collard greens for, for good luck. Is that a thing? That's a Southern thing. That's where you live, Paul. Yeah, it's not where I'm from, though. <laughs> don't worry, guys. These colors don't run. Thank you very much. Uh, so as we kick off food season, what better? And we kick off season two. What better way than to start off with pumpkin cereal, baby? Pumpkin cereal. Predicted on this show. Oh, man. It's season one. Like early season one. Like that was like Paul, Paul Tilby and Nostradamus over here predicting <laughs> the pumpkin spice Cheerios coming out this, this month. Your food Nostradamus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, food Stradamus. Food Stradamus. Nostradonuts. That's oh, TM Paul Sylvian copyright donut truck I, I, TBD. I don't. I don't think anybody's going to compete with you on that one. Nostra Donuts. We're predicting you want one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so stupid. <laughs> so I think this year really is the first year for a big push of multiple pumpkin spice variety cereals. Yeah. So I thought it would be prudent to talk a little bit about pumpkins, maybe. Oh, like the history of the pumpkin? Uh, I mean, maybe just, I would say maybe more pumpkin factoids. Okay. Uh, so we've got pumpkin, which is native to North America. USA! 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 Uh, North America. Uh, USA and Canada! <laughs> USA and Canada! And, Mex- <laughs> um, and Mexico is part of that, I guess. Goes back about 7,000 to 5,500 B.C. Yeah, the oldest pumpkin seed is, is approximately that old that's been found. Wow. Uh, they In the U.S., we grow one and a half billion pounds a year. See, that's the, that's okay. like a number that you can't even fathom how many pumpkins that is. That's so many pumpkins. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. And what's crazy about that is the United States is one of the largest growers of pumpkins. And, we're, and so there are other countries growing pumpkins. We grow that many. Now, check this out. Mm-hmm. The majority of those pumpkins that are grown, the vast, the vast majority, is used for carving jack-o'-lanterns. Really? 
Yeah, the majority of pumpkins grown in the U.S. are for decoration. It's because it's not a very hugely eaten food. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, 95% of the food crop is grown in Illinois, the great state of Illinois, the land of Lincoln. I wonder and uh, why, why Illinois? Why is Illinois the, the state? Like I, I don't know. It might it might be the breed of pumpkin that they're growing or the variety. Oh, uh, I guess so. Because like when I think of pumpkins, I don't think of the Midwest. I think of the Northeast for some reason. But oh, really? Yeah, I remember the Midwest is big. When we lived in Wisconsin, you could go like when you went pumpkin picking. It wasn't like pre-cut pumpkins in a field. It was like literally a pumpkin patch. Lastly. Nestle operating under the brand Libby's, which we all know, the canned pumpkin. Yeah, that's Nestle? That's a Nestle product, and they produce 85% of the processed pumpkin in the United States. Freaking big pumpkin. Big pumpkin. You think Charlie Brown had a big pumpkin? <laughs> you know it'd be amazing if it was like uh oh so I'm sorry, what's the name of the is it the it's the great it's pumpkin, the great, Charlie it's Brown? It's the great pumpkin, yeah. It's the great pumpkin. Charlie Brown, brought to you by Nestle. Brought to you by Nestle. And Linus, yeah, Linus keeps the, trying to get everybody to, to believe in the, the in the Great Pumpkin. And then the Great Pumpkin finally arrives and it's like a can. And he's like, oh, this is not what I was. Yeah, it's a, or it's a huge pumpkin. And then like guys in trucks come and they're like, all right. And they pick it up and they take it to the conveyor belt. <laughs> like they, they, Linus finally gets the Great Pumpkin to show up. And like Nestle's been waiting on, on, in the wings mm-hmm. for, for that exact moment. Like <laughs> finally he came. They, they yeah, it's like a sting operation. <laughs> the Great Pumpkin's like, no, I've been trying to hide from them for years. <laughs> Linus, how could Linus you do this to a, me? And Linus, sees he's a double agent. Yeah. Or, or Linus just sees his, his greatest hero murdered in front of him for, for pumpkin pie parts. Uh, so, I mean, of course you got pumpkin pie, which is the best. Uh, there's, I don't think there's any greater use of pumpkin than pumpkin pie. Like, yeah. let's just Pum- let's talk about it right off the top. Is it's like pumpkin pie is the pinnacle, the apex of what a pumpkin can and should be. And I think if there's any time there's pumpkin pie on a menu, I will probably get it. I mean... Like, if I go somewhere and they have pie, it's like, do you have pumpkin? They're like, oh, well, yes, we do. And I was like, well, I will be having a piece. <laughs> well, I'll be having a piece. And actually, forget everything else I ordered. I'll be having three pieces. <laughs> it's like, uh, what is your whole pie to go situation? <laughs> do you happen to have a pumpkin pie salad? I'll take that. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I will get the uh, salmon with the uh, wild rice, but I will like to substitute the salmon for pumpkin pie, and I would like to substitute the wild rice for whipped cream. <laughs> and if you could, sprinkle some more chunks of pumpkin pie on top of that whipped cream. That'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, and instead of the garlic salt, I would like nutmeg. <laughs> uh, pumpkin pie is awesome. Uh, if there's pumpkin cheesecake, I will have it. If there is... Uh, pumpkin bread, I will have it if there is pumpkin. Give me some crazy L.A. pumpkin nonsense. <laughs> pumpkin nonsense in L.A. I mean, pumpkin ice cream is popular around Ooh, here. That's, oh, I've had that. That's pumpkin good. Pumpkin ice cream is great. Um, pumpkin donuts are pumpkin good. Pumpkin donuts are really good. Um, there's a, oh, pumpkin juices. There are, like pumpkin juices is a thing, especially in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it's, you know, that's the thing is like, when you get a pumpkin juice, I don't really necessarily taste the pumpkin when I get pumpkin juice. I taste the cinnamon, which is really what I want in pumpkin. I'm not sure if I actually am a pumpkin junkie so much as I am like a cinnamon junkie. Like Yeah, so you're a pumpkin spice junkie. Yeah, I like I like that cinnamon taste. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I like I like my cinnamon toast crunch. 
I like my Ooh. cinnamon oatmeal. I like my mm. cinnamon bagels. I like cinnamon stuff. And yeah, cinnamon just kind of removes the fear of everything for me. Like if I if I'm afraid to, to try a new food, which is not very often, I'm not very often like, you know, look at a food and be like, no, I'm not going to eat that. If there's like if I can see on the menu that there's like a little bit of cinnamon in there, we're good. I'll, yep, I'll be able to totally. eat that. It's fine. It's like when I uh, if you if there's some kind of water element to a ride, no matter how dangerous it looks, I I will be I'll be good. Like water is also that thing that removes all fear for me. So like if if there's a if there's a free fall where it takes you like 90 stories up and then drops you down without a parachute, I'm like I'm not going on that. But if there's a water slide that's 90 stories up that goes straight down into a pool of water, I'd be like. Oh, I can do that. That's fine. No, that's safe. It's water. How, how bad can that be? It's just water. It's just water. Yeah. Yeah, if you want me to try something and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to eat uh, sheep eyeballs today. If they sprinkle just like a little bit of cinnamon on top, I'm like, hmm, well, at least, no, oh, I can try that. Does it have to be cinnamon sugar? Like sweet No, not even cinnamon. cinnamon. Just like cinnamon. Like people were doing that cinnamon challenge for a while. I never did it. But I think I could take it. I thought they were like, I thought you were going to say, I never did it. Because I lived it. <laughs> I never did it because I live it every day. I wake up every morning and just shove a spoonful of cinnamon in my mouth. And I love every minute of it. Uh, I thought this was supposed to be a challenge. <laughs> yeah. This is just my life, you guys. This is just what I would call the cinnamon. <laughs> this is this is just how I get right in the morning. That's just how I feel right. It's just, a, you know, I feel off in the morning. People have their coffee sometimes. I just get a spoonful of cinnamon. <laughs> Um, so we've got pumpkin spice time. That's what we're really, and Nick, Nick hit it. We're not really talking about pumpkins so much. We're talking about pumpkin spice. Yeah. Which is where most of these things are like when you eat any kind of pumpkin spice, anything, you're not really tasting because pumpkin is a squash. I don't know if you guys realize that, but pumpkin is a squash. And if you taste something that doesn't taste like a squash, doesn't taste like it was something that was grown out of the earth. That's not pumpkin anymore. It's the spices that are supposed to go into a pumpkin pie. And pumpkin, I don't know if you've ever like scooped out a, you know, a heaping fistful of the stuff that when you're making your jack-o'-lanterns, when you're wasting all your pumpkins on jack-o'-lanterns, if, you, mm-hmm. if you're scooping it out with your hands and try to shove it in your mouth, it's, it's not good, guys. It smells and I'm sure tastes like vomit. Like, like straight up vomit. Yeah. And now I'm going to say um, the first time I had a pumpkin spice coffee was... When I was in college, um, like most people who weren't like coffee, hardcore coffee drinkers, I started like with the gateway drugs of like lattes and mochas. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there was a place on campus at Marquette called the Brew Bayou. The Brew Bayou in Marquette? Yep. Hey, man, we're a, we're a clever bunch. Because <laughs> um, of all and, the marshlands that are in, in lower Wisconsin. Exactly. The Brew Bayou. And they had a pumpkin. I really can't remember what it was called. But this was like 2000 or 2001. It was real early on. It was like a pumpkin latte. But it was like, I think it was the powder base one. Like you get at the Quick Trip now. Oh, okay. But it was like pumpkin spice latte. And I mean, it was life changing. (laughs) I'm going to make the same stupid reference again, uh, Robbie and Noel. But... (laughs) It was like Requiem for a Dream when my pupils got real big and I took a sip and I was like, oh. like when Kenneth drinks coffee for the first time in 30 Rock. Like that's how I felt. I love how it makes me feel. It's like my heart is trying to hug my brain. So good. So Starbucks uh, pumpkin spice latte is like the poster child for pumpkin spice 
uh, foods. It's basically like when the pumpkin spice latte is available. That's sort of the unofficial start of fall. It's so weird how that became a thing. Like that was, first of all, we need to talk about how Starbucks kind of ruined everything for everyone. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are a ruiner of lives in so many ways, but (laughs) specific. Even though I'm a huge fan. Sure. So let's let's just temper that emotion. Starbucks kind of ruined the pumpkin game because they, they started putting it out. Everybody loved it. And then like they started putting so much out and people started to talk so much about it. Everybody started doing it. And now we have threats of pumpkin shortage like every year because of how much pumpkin demand there is. I feel like they really have shortened the pumpkin spice season. Maybe it's because mm-hmm. there was a shortage. Because I know there were some seasonal shortages the last couple of years because it, it like got too cold quickly or something right. like that. Yeah. Pumpkin spice latte came out in 2003, which I actually thought it was older than that. Mm. I am a big fan of the pumpkin spice latte, but I got to be honest, I could probably only do one maybe two a season oh that's a, a season that's it yeah it's really like i'm sort of uh foreshadowing our, our reviews today if we ever get to them <laughs> but um i feel like it's just a little too it's a little too pumpkin spicy you know what I mean? it's just like a little too potent uh-huh. it's a little too overwhelming um, yeah it's a l- exactly yeah. exactly and it's not I feel like it the pumpkin spice flavoring has gotten more overwhelming and potent since you know in the last 10 years uh-huh. yeah um, but let's get to the cereal here man <laughs> this is not uh, this is not a pumpkin spice latte podcast if you want to start that one we can definitely start that one though I mean we could do that we, easy. we could do that when he's, I've never had one before but we could definitely do that uh, but yeah let's get to the cereals man all right, so we're just going to go over real quick. Here's what we tried. Mm-hmm. Um, so I uh, went a little crazy at the grocery store. I ended up buying four pumpkin cereals. That's not crazy, Paul. That's basically borderline psychotic. Like what? I'm gonna, man, I, was, I was hoping you were to say that's committed. <laughs> yeah, committed Which to is an also a nice, asylum. That's what that is. <laughs> a very nice way of saying crazy. Right. Yeah. I got um, the pumpkin spice Cheerios. Mm-hmm. The Pumpkin Spice Life, mm-hmm. Pumpkin Puffins, oh, Puffins, and Archer Farms Pumpkin Spice Granola. Oh my! How about you, Nick? What did you end up picking up? Well, we know we all know that uh, I love Cheerios, so I had to get that Pumpkin mm-hmm. Spice Cheerios. I've been waiting for it since they announced it like months ago, and then uh, I also got the Pumpkin Spice Frosted Mini Wheats. Ooh, see, I so I here's what I turned down was the frosted mini wheats pumpkin spice and the there was like a special K pumpkin spice as well. Interesting. And it had like bits in it. And when you're when you already got four pumpkin cereals in your cart and you're debating if you buy the other two, I looked at it and it's sort of like there is a line mm-hmm. and I'm standing on it right now. <laughs> So I, I passed on the mini wheats and the special K. So I'm glad you got the mini wheats. The special K just looked like, not to be mean to special K, but it just looked, it looked gross. It just looked like too much. Um, what do you want to start with, my friend? Um, I think, I think we might have a difference of opinion on the pumpkin spice Cheerios. So why don't you go ahead and go first on that? Uh, I'm just going to come out and say it. It was the best of all the pumpkin spice cereals I tried. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It was good. It had a good spice. 
and had a good pumpkin flavor. I will say that uh, a comment in the house was, I opened up the bag and my wife from the other room goes, what are you cooking? (laughs) (laughs) Very strong smell. I really liked it. I thought the milk it produced was amazing. Mm. But after two bowls, I was like, I I took it to the office. Mm, Really? Yeah, after two bowls, I was like, this is good, but I just can't imagine myself finishing this box. I also had three other pumpkin cereals to eat, but after two bowls, this one I was like, mm, I don't I don't see this happening. Interesting. I had the opposite reaction to pumpkin spice Cheerios. Now, you know, you know that I am a Cheerios believer. Oh, you celebrate their entire catalog. I love I love their angles. I love what they're doing. I love what they're throwing down. I love what they're tossing up. I love everything about Cheerios. I opened up this bag of Cheerios and it was like I was walking by a fall only version of a Yankee Candle Company in the mall. (laughs) I was punched in the face by mall candles and Mm. and it, it didn't stop. When I poured it into the bowl, like it was like like the the pungents had had infiltrated the entire house. Uh, yeah, I mean, so yeah, so we agree on the smell. Oh yeah, the smell is it is yeah. really strong. It's like it, the smell is depending on your your situation, depending on who you are as a human. The smell is either intoxicating or just plain toxic. <laughs> so yeah, I pour it into the bowl, pour the milk on it, take a bite. And you know what the first thing, the first thing I thought of, and probably the thing that ruined the whole entire cereal for me, the first thing that came to mind is I was eating tiny Apple Jacks. Oh, boy. Yeah. That is a disappointing feeling. Yeah. I I ate it. Like the first bite, I was like, this, this is tiny Apple Jacks, you guys. What Cheerios is doing is what Apple Jacks has been trying to achieve for years. Essentially, all those years where people were like, this doesn't taste like apples, it's because they were doing pumpkin spice for <laughs> decades. And like, they didn't even know it. They were just like, it's, uh, I don't know what to call this. It's like an apple, I guess. No, you guys, it was pumpkin the whole time. They were ahead of their time. They man. were ahead of their time. But yeah, so it ruined, it ruined the game for me. It made me feel like I was eating a candle the whole time. Uh, it made me feel like, or like huffing a candle. Like, it, like I lit a candle and I was just like, and I put like, like I, I hovered over it with like a, like a blanket over my head, you know, like you would with like tea when you're sick or something or a soup when you're sick, just like a, like a tea towel over my head and just like huffing like a, like a teenager with paint, with a paint can out in the, in the garage. Just like, that's what it felt like eating the cereal. Like I was huffing the pumpkin spice Cheerios. Did you finish the whole bowl or not? I did finish the bowl. I did finish the bowl good. and the milk. I will agree with you. The milk was good. Um, yeah, it's it's like pumpkin. Uh, it's like pumpkin coffee made. Yeah, it was so yeah, good. It was, it was, it was so really good. good. Yeah, it's good milk for sure. Well, I I chose the pumpkin spice life. Yeah, and, over the other. And ones. you aren't like a huge fan of life cereal in general. Oh, no. it's it lacks integrity. I mean, to be very 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 blunt about it, mm-hmm. why would you eat life when checks already exist? It's usually right there. It's like right beside it. You have frosted Pop-Tarts. You have non-frosted Pop-Tarts. Mm-hmm. Why would you ever pick the non-frosted one? It's a waste of your it's time. A, it's the same situation. Yeah. Life is 
just a disappointing cereal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That being said, oh, pumpkin spice did not help it whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> um, you took me on a, on a journey there, Paul. Yeah, it was an emotional roller going. coaster. Yeah, but there was water on the roller coaster, so don't worry about it. We made oh, it. I was, I was fine. Yeah, I was fine. Um, I mean, so it was heavy on the spice, like mm-hmm. really spicy, a very heavy clove mm-hmm. nutmeg flavor. So you take that, too spicy, paired up with that uh, inedible texture of life cereal, <laughs> hard pass. Hard pass. Wow. I intentionally poured in what I would consider a third cup of cereal because I, I was just already cautious. Mm. I actually gave it 24 hours and came back and tried it again, and it was the same. You, you know, I'm proud of you, Paul, for giving it a second, t- <laughs> a second chance, for giving it a second pass. Yeah, I, I tried, did what I could, man. And so that one, that one ended up at the office as well. Yeah. Uh, so I know that you didn't try. You you went, you you passed on the Frosted Mini Wheats. Yeah, how was that? Okay, so I just, I mind you, I had just eaten tiny Apple Jacks. And I was, and I was ready to put those away. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I bring out the Frosted Mini Wheats and I open up that bag. And I'm I'm waiting for that same waxy candle feeling, mm-hmm. but I open it up and I smell the inside of the box. Paul, it smells like fall. It really? It smells like fall inside of that box. I open it. Up. It's like fall. Now, part of that might be because shredded wheat is basically processed lumber and it smells like dying trees. <laughs> yes, it does smell like the lumber section of Home Depot. <laughs> right, but yeah, you open that up and it's just like it's it, it's. Uh, yeah, it just smelled like a sweet version of fall coming into my nostrils. It wasn't overwhelming at all. It wasn't too much. It was just enough. Pour it into the bowl. Pour the milk on it. Take a bite. Balance is perfect. Really? Sweetness is perfect. Oh, Everything about this. it was like exactly what you want. Not too overwhelming. Not too in your face like, this is fall pumpkin! Like it didn't, it didn't taste like the the Cheerios where like you you know when you get like the a Glade plug-in for the like when you get oh, the yeah. ones and you plug it in and then like you set it on the highest setting and it like basically stings your eyes when you <laughs> walk into a room like that's how, that's what the Cheerios was like and the Frosted Mini which were not like that it was a yeah perfect balance all all around it was a very enjoyable cereal the milk wasn't as it, that's a, a consequence of it not being as overwhelming is that the milk wasn't as sweet or as tasty as the, the Cheerios milk was. But uh, I mean, overall, I feel like that was the better of the two. Awesome. I mean, I will tell you the reason why I actually passed on it is because when I was looking at the box, I thought I saw orange icing. Uh huh. Yeah. Is that on it? Yeah, that's definitely on it. Yeah, yeah. that was a big turnoff for some reason. So, you know, this is, what's funny is I tried to opt for cereals that would be less potent. And uh-huh. I ended up with uh, two that were like overwhelmingly potent. Um, I'm going to get that Frosted Mini Wheats, though, and I will report back on next week's show as uh, sort of a mini update. A yeah. Frosted Mini Update. <laughs> it's a Frosted Mini Update. Um. That's like what the Keebler elves would would put out on like a, 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 a what would be a, okay. So I'm thinking of an amber alert for the Keebler, Keebler elves, like an emerald alert, like a chestnut alert, <laughs> uh, yeah, acorn alert. <laughs> we have a frosted mini update. The Rice Krispie elves 
have mounted an offense, an offense, and they're coming for us. <laughs> Quick to the grasshoppers! <laughs> and they start them like motorcycles. <laughs> um, Save uh, the fun so- shop. <laughs> It's the Girl Scouts. They're mad we're making knockoff Girl Scout cookies now. <laughs> You're a big fan of puffins. I love puffins. Have you had pumpkin puffins before? I've never had pumpkin puffins, no. There is a very specific piece of information that everyone needs to be aware of with pumpkin puffins. What's that? It's not pumpkin spice puffins. It's pumpkin squash pumpkin and puffins? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh These man, were harder to eat than the life cereal. <laughs> I buckled in for this. Like, yeah, why, <laughs> Barbara's? Why would you make Barb. a squash Barb? Barb. Barb. <laughs> I loved you in Stranger Things, but <laughs> it's not my fault. But look, maybe that's what happened. Maybe should, the the reason why Barbara's made. Uh, squash flavored cereal was that they were in the upside down for too long. <laughs> yeah, it was an homage. Oh my god! So these, uh, it, I think it's pretty well established that I love. I, I'm I'm sort of like a, a bipolar cereal fan. I love very sweet cereal, and I'll eat cereal that's unsweetened, no problem. Sure, it's like this middle of the road situation. I can't get on board with. They tasted like raw pumpkin. They tasted like. The way a pumpkin smells when you're carving it. Oh, man. Um, less than five grams of sugar. And let me tell you, it is obvious. <laughs> it's okay. very clear. It was like you cubed a pumpkin, dried it out, and passed it off as cereal. Oh, man. Hard I, pass, dude. I wonder if you took that cereal and you added spice to it. If you added mm. cinnamon to it. If you just sprinkle like a little bit of cinnamon on top. Would that be enough in order to make it palatable? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I think they need to add like the slightest amount of flavor of of spice to it. And I'm not Mm -hmm. talking, you know, all these other ones are super heavy on the clove and they're Mm -hmm. super heavy on nutmeg and they're not heavy enough on cinnamon, in my opinion. They need to just drop a little bit of cinnamon and a little bit of nutmeg and like, I don't know, chicory. Just no clove, because that's that's what's killing all the heavy spice ones. But yeah, these were like raw, man, raw. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm super curious. I wonder if you could prepare like because I know you and I both know that uh, it's important that the cereal goes into the bowl first and then the milk on top. I wonder if you could pre-prepare a milk to go on top that's mm. a, like a cinnamon like a pumpkin spice milk that Ooh. you. Like you pour on top. It's like pumpkin spices without any of the pumpkin flavor inside of that milk. So you just mix in the cinnamon, the nutmeg, the clove, whatever, into like a, a enough milk for you to, to pour in a bowl of cereal. And then you pour that on top of the puffins. I wonder if that would be what we're looking for. I got it. Yeah. Pumpkin puffins. Yes. Eggnog. Done. Done. We did it. Oh, we my s- God. That's Barbara, it right we there. saved you. Barb. We got it, Barb. Barb Don't worry about we it. We did it. Don't even worry about it, Barb. We got it. We got <laughs> the other it. thing that's funny is it it says sort of in like a smaller font, made with real pumpkin. And a guy in my office read it too fast. He thought it said made with real puffin. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem copy-wise. The sleeper in this whole contest mm-hmm. 
is the Archer Farms pumpkin spice granola. Here's the thing. Let me let me talk about pumpkin spice granola for a while because pumpkin spice granola, it's at least here, is not a wintertime snack. Pumpkin spice granola or pumpkin granola in general is a all year round thing. And uh, I love, I love pumpkin, pumpkin granola. Pumpkin granola is great. And mm. I didn't know that Archer Farms made one. Yeah. I mean, it, it's good. It's in like a resealable bag. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is so good. And I mean, the pumpkin flavor is so subtle, but it's, it's there and it's so good. And then they've also got as part of the granola, like uh, little pumpkin seeds mixed oh, in yeah. there as well. That's good. That's good. So here's what I did. I took the pumpkin Cheerios and I mixed in a little bit of that pumpkin granola. Oh, now I that like was that. good. Yeah, that was really good. Just a few of the Cheerios. You don't need like a whole bowl of them. Just a few mm. of the Cheerios to kind of you know give you a, a, a little bit of a little perk, a little bit of to, to, exactly. to some of the bites. It was like a reverse honey bunches of oats. <laughs> Right. Uh, that's the only one that's still in my house right now is the pumpkin granola. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. So do you eat granola with, do you pour milk on top? Like a cere- like a cold cereal? Uh, I'd say it's about half and half. I just sort of jam my hand into it and eat uh, it. Uh, okay. But I do put milk on it. I love granola, but because it is, because it's really kind of high in calories, I try to avoid it because I love a. I'm a quantity eater when it comes to cereal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And granola, you can't overdo it because it's like it's very. I don't want to say unhe- unhealthy. It's it's high calorie. I mean, it's, 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 it's a lot calorie. of good stuff, but you know they yeah. got to put something to get all that stuff to stick together. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm a I'm a a yogurt guy, so I'll okay. have uh, yeah I'll I'll dump like a third cup of the of the granola into some some yogurt and then uh, some. Maybe some fruit, maybe some uh, some dried fruit in there, and uh, that I, I that, there's no story to that. That's just the end of things. <laughs> that's it's, it. That's where that's that is the end of the road. Where I tell you how I prepare my, my granola in the morning. It's with yogurt, Greek yogurt, zero fat. Back to you, Paul. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, the only other thing I want to say about granola, just in general, is that a good friend and uh, fan of the show, Robbie, and I always joke about. Granola. So we're both huge fans of The Sopranos. Uh-huh. Um, and if you've ever seen The Sopranos, the way that like the those New Jersey Italian guys talk, they always like shorten. So, so like they'll say um, uh, like calamari. You know, it's like the galamar. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. And like they say the what is the gabagool? Like capicola. You know the gabagool. And uh, so. And the last one is cannoli, and they say, like, the, the cannoli. Uh-huh. So he and I always say, uh, <laughs> Tony Soprano, it's like, Tony, what do you want for breakfast more? I just wanted a little bit of the granola. <laughs> I got my freaking Chobani here. I got no granola. <laughs> the only other thing I'm going to say about pumpkin spice uh-huh. is I had the Hostess pumpkin spice cupcakes. Uh, amazing. Really? It, it's amazing on the level of you just want a garbage snack. Uh-huh. It, it actually had more of a... It was actually close to a carrot cake cupcake. Huh. And it had the white icing instead of the brown icing. And it had the cream in the middle. And I was like, you know, you take this cream and you replace it with artificially flavored cream cheese... A frosting, uh-huh. and you've got a carrot cake hostess cupcake. Hmm. Huh. 
They were awesome though, but they were like incredibly orange. Like mid nineties tricks orange. No, it was almost like perfect. Like the color and like the specs, everything was so perfectly created. Uh huh. You know what I mean? It's like going to Disneyland and you're like, this is too perfect. <laughs> like right. it's too exact. <laughs> right. I, I hate to say it, but I was, Oh God, I think I'm really going to regret saying this, but I, I was a little bit disappointed with our pumpkin spice experience this year. Yeah. I don't know if it's high expectations. I don't or- know if I've kind of maturing palate and like pumpkin spice is like just too potent and too sweet. Or maybe just it's just too much of a good thing. We've been having pumpkin spice. We've been inundated with pumpkin spice for years now. Mm. It's just it's become such like language within the culture that pumpkin spice is just like a thing that you have as a thing that you participate in every year. That uh, maybe we're just getting to a point where it's yeah we are kind of detecting the subtleties of, of pumpkin spice instead of just being like oh pumpkin spice is amazing everything about it's great. Now mm. we now we see the different grades, the different degrees of pumpkin spice, and we're like, it's not as good. We're always gonna be chasing that original high, man. We're always gonna be chasing mm. that dragon, that pumpkin right. spice dragon. Pumpkin spice dragon. That sounds like if I looked it up on Urban Dictionary, I'd be really grossed up. Oh man, don't look that up on, on Urban Dictionary. Dude, do not Google do that. Not, dude. Don't Google that, please. Well, uh, I guess that's it, huh? Thank you guys for listening to the Super Zero Podcast. You can find us on line <laughs> that's not how you say those words can we can they find us on <laughs> line you can find us on the internet in places like facebook and twitter and uh tumblr and on instagram you can search for that's us right. you can search for us as the super serial podcast or on twitter we're the super serial pod and uh you can listen because i mean obviously you can listen because you're listening right now yeah but uh tell your friends that you can Find us on iTunes. You can find us on Google Play Music, Stitcher, mm-hmm. and SoundCloud, which is kind of our, it's, uh, don't tell anybody, but it's kind of our hub of where we, we manage all of our stuff. So SoundCloud, SoundCloud's awesome. It's kind of it's, our it's, home base. If you, it's our, that's right. It's uh, kind of our... Yeah, but, uh, uh, that's just uh, between you and me now. Same. Yeah. Uh, go give me some granola. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, uh, go ahead and leave us a review. On any of those, um, send us an email, superserialpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're starting to get some some traffic through there. Got some stuff coming through, so we're going to be sharing more information as we get it, more comments. Uh, so, yeah, we, we, uh, we're looking forward to the rest of season two, right, Nick? Yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be great. Uh, I think that we've got, some, we've got some good stuff lined up for you guys. We've got some, we got some big ideas. <laughs> it's going to be big, big, big. Yeah. It's not exclusively about vegetarians that created cereal uh, like 120 years ago. It's about people, possibly vegetarians, that created cereal maybe 20 years ago. It's going to be great. What about all this vegetarian talk? (laughs) So this is Paul. And this is Nick. And this has been Cereal. Cereal! Cereal! Cereal!